Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... The 12 Deaths of Christmas. Hey. Ooh, I like it. Yeah. I like that a lot. I'm, uh, I'm getting some definite vibe. vibes from mm. that film title from Reese Howell. Thank you, Reese, for that title. Uh, Reese got in touch with us on Twitter. You can find us at Life's a Pitch Show. If you want to give us a follow there, give us, give us your titles. You can also find us on facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast. So... Joining us for this week's Christmas mystery episode, our Christmas correspondent, Dave Bulmer. Hello there, I'm speaking to you from Christmas, where I'm corresponding to you from. Yeah, it's a funny old Christmas this year. I Mm. was just on the phone to my mum, talking to her about how we're not really having one. But... I can still have a Christmassy brain. Hello! <laughs> <laughs> we can all still hopefully have Christmassy brains. And I think we're all just going to have a really great Easter. Yeah, um, uh, yeah I'm angling more for a, a sort of mid-summer date to have a yeah. definitely quite good time. But we will see. <laughs> we can still do like three quarters of the things that I do at Christmas anyway. Oh yeah. Right? We can still look at lights. Yeah. We can still sit in warm and we yes. can still watch things. Yes. And eat chocolate. That's like three quarters of the things. That's yeah. loads of the things. Yeah. So uh, shall we get on with some honourable Chris mentions? Some ho 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 honourable mentions? Oh? Yeah. Some ho oh, ho honourable Chris mentions? <laughs> All right, don't 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 do any more because we need we've got another Christmas episode some to do. Some we week, so wish we you to... a merry Chris honourable mentions. <laughs> <laughs> Some, uh, some jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh! Over hills we go, laughing all the way. Honorable mentions. <laughs> some immaculate corn mentions. Some uh, good, good king. We wish you a merry. <laughs> Wait, no, because you haven't said honorable mentions. You've just gone into a different Christmas carol. What you've done no, there is it's, a mashup, but it doesn't help us. It's good. It's good king. We wish you a merry mention. Is what it is. <laughs> we, we wish you a mentions Christmas. <laughs> a the child is king, the carolers sing, the old has passed, there's a new beginning. Dreams of Santa, dreams of snow, fingers numb, faces aglow. Oh, it's Christmas time, mistletoe and wine, children singing Christian rhyme with logs on the fire and gifts on the tree. A time to rejoice in the good that we see. Honourable mentions. <laughs> <laughs> let's go with that one. Let's edit, let's edit it so it's just that one. <laughs> People have no idea what's coming. Um, good, good workshop, guys. Very good. Well done. <laughs> Santa's workshop. Oh, Santa's workshopping it. So, is that what this is going to be? Yeah. Are we just going to be doing every time anyone says something tangentially Christmas, you'll go, oh, uh, Santa's. <laughs> There we go. Um, <laughs> so this is the part of the show where we just go for a few more titles people have given us before we move on to the main pitch, which is the Twelve Days of Christmas. Thank you for that title, Reese Howell. So from Ross underscore Originals, we've got Spies Among the Pies. 
<laughs> right. So, four and twenty blackbirds, but with like newspapers and tall collars and little hats pulled down over their thing, over their beak. <laughs> well, it's got to be mince pies, right? Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to mm. be. That's your Christmas um, pie, right there. Exactly. What could possibly need to be to be spied upon at Christmas? Santa. This is someone who wants okay. to see Santa. This is an elaborate set of like webcams mm. set up in pies. Oh, yes, because you leave a mince pie for Santa. And now, with modern tech, a kid can be like, right, and they put a little camera in the pie to like yeah. see Santa. Uh. The problem is that they didn't think it through. What Santa does with the mince pie is he eats them. So Santa does show up, does go get the mince pie, <laughs> ho, 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 eats the mince pie, <laughs> Now he's got now he's got this webcam in him, and now no, it's and we're watching the the magical bowl full of jelly in interior <laughs> cam. Well, this is the yeah. thing. This kid's dad's a doctor, so when when the um uh, when the kid's looking at this webcam, yeah. the doctor's seeing the insides of Santa. It's like oh. Santa's got like inflammation yes. of of this. Uh, of <laughs> yeah, this thing. No, the, the, yeah, the, yeah. So the kid's like, "Look, Dad, look, Dad," and he's like, "Oh no!" And he's recognised that Santa's actually got a really serious but operable condition and needs to get. <laughs> yeah. They've got to get in touch with Santa right now because he's like, "I can fix this. I can operate on this really easily." But you are in danger of your life. So now, how do we get in contact? So now they're like, right. How do you actually get in contact with Santa? How do you do it? And it turns out all of the methods anyone's been using are false. So you can't leave him a letter like mm -hmm. you, you can't put it up, up okay, one up the chimney. Up to, right? That's no like, good. You... Up the chimney doesn't work. That they just go to like there's an office that you know like the office that's like here's where Santa is and they do it. You know they give you an app where you can trace where he is. Mm. That's just people that they've just that's just an app someone's come up with. That's nothing. And it's the same with letters to Santa. They just go nowhere. But there is a Santa, and it's really tricky to figure out how to contact him. And that's what we need so, to do. We so, say the mystery is, how do you get in touch with a person you can't get in touch with? I definitely think in this you want you want to try and feature the kid as heavily as possible. Mm. So you want, you want this kid to be, you know, the kid of a doctor yeah. who has just by proxy learned a load of doctory stuff yeah. and has I, I and has identified because they're really because we can establish the fact that they're trying to see Santa with a webcam establishes them as a precocious child right mm. as some as a child that like and, yeah, thinks like, above their peg yeah they're kind of thought they're inventive is what they are yeah. and you can well imagine that that person would have read through their their dad's doctor books so okay so yes. scrap scrap what i said before it isn't that the, the dad doctor looks at it and goes like, oh no, this is an operable condition. No, it's the kid. The kid is looking at this thing and going like, oh no, that, that's a tumour or whatever. And um, <laughs> so the kid is trying to contact the Santa, but the, well, it's not to be a dad, the parent who is a doctor is like, yeah. they just think it's a person. They think that this, this kid has like fed a webcam to a person and that's a real, really big problem. <laughs> but right now there's, yeah. there's bigger things to think about. And so the parent is like, how do we explain when we find this person how do we explain to them they've got a camera they've in got them. a camera in them yeah and also that so it maybe the so may, we've got a question here does the parent know how it came to be that the person at the mince pie does the parent i think that someone's been in their house and therefore has antagonistic feelings towards that person or do they 
think that it was a prank somewhere else that must have happened. I I would I would even be uh, on on in the camp of mm. this parents a doctor right, mm-hmm. so they will have you know in an office somewhere. Mm-hmm pictures and x-rays and all sorts of stuff right yep. the kid has somehow on the internet uh-huh. got hold of a live feed of someone's stomach right <laughs> that's what he that's what that's what the, that's what mum thinks right. the doctor right um uh she thinks that somehow this kid's got hold of like this camera and so, but but all she knows is that that person's in danger yeah that person's got a problem, yeah. and she is kind of duty bound yeah. to try and fix it. Yeah. Um, so she she'll try and help if she can to find this person. What she doesn't believe is that it's Santa, and that you know she doesn't believe any of the talk about the mince pie, any of that stuff. So let's make one part of this easier on ourselves. We've got to cast the parent now. Uh, Anna Kendrick. Every time. It's always Anna Kendrick <laughs> with you people. Yeah. She's got a really satisfying name to say and that's all I care about. Okay, so Anna Kendrick then. Yeah, so she is like... Um, okay, so the journey that she goes through is that her kid has footage of a person, won't say who it is, and then um, but can't get in touch with this person. So Anna Kendrick at first thinks that the reason they can't get in touch with them is because it's an anonymous feed, but gradually yeah. comes to think that it must be someone right up in the head of like the Illuminati. Someone who it's... <laughs> because it's incredibly difficult. There is no path through which she can get in touch with this person. Everything she tries fails. The kid is trying stuff that appears like magic stuff, like sending letters up yeah. the chimney. She's like, no, that, that ain't gonna work, but I'll let my kid do that. That's, that's kid stuff. Yeah. yeah. I'm actually trying to like she's ah and here's why it's a mystery she's using clues she's doing sleuthy stuff she's looking at what she can see through this person's body because of course it's passing not just in the stomach it's passing all the way through because mince pies and sherry keep falling (laughs) and she's like okay okay based on all this information like this person is based on the blood vessels in this corner of this organ about this many years old and they're like and she's like this can't be right. It, it, it looks like they're 500 years old or whatever. And, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and other clues like that, like medical Sherlock Holmesing to determine the they, identity they, of this they person. Must be, they must be the head of the Illuminati or, or, or at least very rich, yeah. right? Because mm. they're on a private jet because that part of the gastrointestinal uh, structure only compresses like that when you go to high altitudes. Yes! And at some point, they figure out how to like put a ping on the feed so they yeah. can tell where it's coming from like but they trace the ip or whatever and it's like wow this is someone who is going around the world like fast yeah like yeah, this person time. is jetting around tonight yeah yeah they get a ping they get a ping they can only get like a ping an hour or whatever but every time yeah. they ping it it's like and what they're in a like a in tuscany yeah. And now they're they're. I feel like it should be it should be faster than an hour. Otherwise, this would be a long film. Yeah. <laughs> uh, even you know, even if we truncate the time, I, we I think can, we, we need to go montage like montage it so they're all looking through and making notes. Yeah, and but stuff. no, exactly. But that's the thing. The the actually no, it'll be too short of a film because the mystery has to play out across this one night. Yes. And if if you can only find information once an hour, that's not enough to do the sleuthing. So I think we're gonna have to say like every fifteen minutes, mm-hmm. okay. and that still. Gives like gives up this 
fascinating information. Like, wait a minute, they're in this other country. Now they're in another country. Yeah. What is they, this person doing? Are they are they working with experimental teleportation technology? If they and, um, if they if they like, for instance, like crack them down to like a Grand Central Station or whatever, fifteen yeah. minutes still isn't long enough to get there and find them before they 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 bog off again. I've thought of something. We, the audience, don't know it's Santa. We don't get that intro with the kid and the mince pie. So we think we're just watching a mystery. And at some point in the film, they're like, they they happen to consult that, you know, some some plot contrivance mm. makes them consult that app that tells you where Santa is right now, or that Twitter feed or whatever it is that tells you, you know, he's current. You know what I'm talking about? In yeah. real life, there's a thing yeah. where it's like, he's currently flying over here. And, they, and it corresponds yeah. to the, the signal they're getting. And they start to figure out, the parents are like, well, it can't really be Santa. That's not real, but it must be part of the, like, maybe they've sent someone up there to to do that app, to be the ping for that app. <laughs> in which case, in which case, they're like, they are actually traveling incredibly stealthily and mm. fast around the world swiftly. Do you know what this would make, uh, would be the right... Uh, pitch for a, um, a an episode of which mystery which mystery this would be a good episode of Doctor yeah. Who. It yes, would. it flipping would. It <laughs> this would flipping well would. A, this is like we're looking at the inside and like you know yes. you, instead you, of Alec Kendrick, then it's Jodie Whittaker. It's Jodie Whittaker. Right. Although it can't it can't possibly be the the mum that's the the it's not the Doctor. It's a <laughs> Doctor is the mum. Why not? But because because then you can have Jodie Whittaker come in and the the reason I thought of this was Doctor Who wasn't the mm. high concept at all. Okay, it was the fact that. A person. I wanted a person to come in. I thought about you know um, uh, uh, Daniel Craig from Knives Out, right? From Knives Out. First, mm. I thought that he would uh, Benoit Blanc would come in and say, "Ah, you've done all the work for me, but uh, I can just tie the threads together." Um, but actually, that's something that Doctor Who does all the time. Yeah, mm. like the Doctor does that all the time. They 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 yeah. come in and they go. You, you, wow. the people have done all the work. Imagine watching this, and it's a film. It's not an episode of Doctor Who. So you go to what you think <laughs> is a medical mystery film, <laughs> and, and not then... only does it turn out to be an episode of Doctor Who, and then it turns out to be about Father Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> no way, no how. That that is Santa Claus. No way, no how. She this says. would honestly be like my favourite film experience. Maybe of all time. <laughs> and by the way, by the way, I just want to put forward John Lithgow for Father Christmas. I yep. want that to happen. I think he'd be great at it. It'd be cool based on my introduction to John Lithgow in Santa Claus the movie, but not playing Santa Claus. And I just think he'd be really, really good at it. Yeah. So, yeah, John Lithgow's yeah. Father Christmas. We finally meet Father Christmas right at the end of the movie. And... <laughs> I think what happens is he goes, "Oh, I don't live. Uh, I I respawn every year anew." <laughs> and he taps his nose and then just disappears into no, the mist no, of the North Pole. No, he taps his nose and he explodes and guts go everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah. got a little device in his nose that he it's his duty to activate when he's delivered all the presents. <laughs> and then the next one starts to grow. Like it's it's Rudolph's nose that is bleeping faster and faster as the night goes on. 
Uh, it's time for me to return to the universe. Yeah. Until next year. And then, like next year. Until next year. Next year, like the the guts of the previous Santa start to <laughs> bubble and like reform. <laughs> I've got it. I've got it. Whatever they find in the stomach is like the fetus of the new Santa. <laughs> and, it's, and it's a fetus with a little tiny Santa hat and a beard. <laughs> so, so in the snow, the, the exploded remains of this Santa is then sort of picked up by all these elves that come out of the ground. <laughs> no, 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 away. no, no. The reindeer start to eat it and all that's left <laughs> is this fetus. And, and, and Jodie Whittaker's like, he's, he's obviously must be a, a refugee of an alien civilization that was so thankful yeah. to, to Earth for harboring Because you couldn't have... He decided to look after him. You couldn't have this level of, like, gore in a Doctor Who episode. But it's not. It's a film, so it's fine. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's a Doctor Who film. It's, a, it's an 18. Yeah, and so what's left is this, like... This womb with a with a fetus. It's not just exposed, it's in a womb and the womb like flies and it's like whoop whoop whoop. It's like flexing and wobbling and you can see this Santa fetus in it. And that just stays there in the sky, like just hovering above the ground in this kind of stasis for a year. <laughs> but, but by the end of the year it's a full grown middle-aged man who's <laughs> like in this feed in this womb and he has to like tear his way out to start Christmas. <laughs> it's stretched taut around him like it's like like a bit really thin cling film by that point. But when, but <laughs> He like has to eat his way out, and this fluid all spills out of the ground. Yeah, it's like a latex. It's like a, you, you can see hands, handprints coming out of it as he, and he pushes and, and he, stretches. He it. is nude, except for his hat and beard. <laughs> if a beard. Counts. I love how we start off with like a very, very sort of family-friendly Disney Plus style thing about this kid leaving a camera in a, in a mince pie to try and catch Santa. We end with sort of Ridley Scott H.R. Geiger-esque. It's, it's a metaphor for growing up, Tom. <laughs> yeah, and the last scene of the film is like the mother and child just sat there going like flipping <laughs> That was a good metaphor for growing up, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> Bloody hell. Wow. Well, we're off to a good start. Um, yeah, they're just covered in gore as well. <laughs> oh, goodness me. It's why they changed Santa to a red colour instead of a green. Because it, yeah. it was just weird when it was green. S- saves, on, saves, on, uh, saves on dry cleaning. <laughs> so, from Jeff Beard, we've got No More Sleeps. No more sleeps. Yeah, no more this sleeps. Is a, this is nice. a spooky one. Yeah. Of course, because kids say, five more sleeps till Christmas. That's that's how... Because kids me- measure that in sleeps. But mm. of course, if if you don't go to sleep, then maybe you, you get told that Santa isn't coming, right? Did anyone say that before the Muppets Christmas Carol canonised it with a song, It's Only One More Sleep Till Christmas? Because I personally hadn't heard it, but it could be an American thing. To me... It feels like an Americanism, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, but I don't. But maybe not. I mean, I was a and child, I think, but I was like at least ten, so I, I may have been I too think, old for an emerging trend. 
I think it might be an Americanism that <clears throat> children say. Mm. Like it, it's 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 a way of um, it's a way of telling children th- th- like how long it is to go yeah. right because days they they, they sleep going to bed is the, a, a cornerstone of their schedule. I feel like though. By the time I w- would have been able to articulate how many sleeps it is until something, I already knew about days, <laughs> and I would have been able to I say it's know. three more days. Bear in mind, Dave, that like as a kid, you do different things with your day. So you could say three more schools, or you could say three more like three more plays. But like days, yeah, <laughs> they're hard. But sleeps are something you do every night, and not only that, yeah. as soon as you stop sleeping, it's Christmas. Yeah. Right. Whereas, if you say days, Christmas Day is a day. Yeah. So it's like two more days till Christmas. Okay, we've had two days. Where's Christmas? You know what I mean? Mm. Like, it, it, sort of. Like, <laughs> what I'm saying is the night, the sleep is is the yeah. best barrier yeah, point yeah, yeah. to. Christmas it's a very day. good measure. It. Yeah. Um. So. Back to the film. <laughs> yeah. No more sleeps. No more sleeps. No more. Sl- and and is that because now oh oh well, there you go. There you go. It's that Christmas famously only takes place after sleep mm-hmm. because Father Christmas cannot he he is he is time bound until children are asleep <laughs> yeah. at which point he is able to come to your house and put out the presents like yeah. that. That's that right. That's that's what it is. You yeah. can't. He doesn't do it unless you're asleep. So, if someone were to do a nefarious thing, so that no one can sleep anymore, then there will be no Christmas. Oh no! And and, and so we we have Christmas Eve. We start a group of kids who have accidentally drunk coffee. <laughs> That's all it is. Oh, Everyone's thank just God! Really thank God you had an idea there, because I would just like another sun appears in the solar system. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's. Well, it might not be accidentally drunk coffee, but it's it's a bunch of kids who can't sleep. Mm. Right? Yeah. Um, oh, and like, they're the last kids. Christmas can't happen until these exactly. last kids are able to sleep. And right. So what it is. At first, they um, yeah they just they, they they're just excited they can't sleep. They accidentally yeah. drink coffee. They think they're drinking something else or something like that. Some fucking renegade kid at this yeah. sleepover for Christmas Eve yeah. for some reason yeah. has yeah. poured <laughs> coffee into the hot chocolate. Exactly. And, uh, there you go. And, and but then the- as the night goes on, they're so <laughs> what. <laughs> grow like there it's all set in one room with yeah. these kids getting more and more paranoid about who spiked the drinks <laughs> and, and and the thing is it's all eyes of course are on the person who doesn't believe in santa oh yeah right there we go i was wondering how do we get from an accidental one thing that made them stay up to an escalation of things making them stay up and tom you've just said it it's that they think someone spiked the drinks and it basically gets to the point where it's like it's like the thing if you can't fall asleep because the one who it is might kill you in your sleep so everyone's yeah everyone yeah. all these kids are like up trying to keep awake staring at each other they want it to be christmas but they haven't figured out who it is yet that is like yeah. bad and if they and if they so, so there's a lot of closing eyes and then opening them quickly to see if, if everyone else has got their eyes open yeah. because the person who has their eyes open doesn't want to sleep because they don't want Christmas Father Christmas to come yeah and and, they, and the reason they don't want Father Christmas to come 
is because they are and they know they are on the naughty list and <gasps> and so they they don't want christmas to happen because it, you know then they'll have to face the truth of what they've done because mm. they're in denial that what they did was bad so that one kid in this room has done something terrible and it's the mystery is to figure that out to the that we know at some point during the course of this film maybe first we find out a crime has taken place and it might be a murder and these kids are the only ones who know about it they find a body in the woods or whatever so they yeah. want to solve this murder unbeknownst to most of them one of them did it and that one it doesn't want basically as soon as santa comes that'll be proof that they did it that'll be the smoking right. gun because they'll get Cole and a stern letter from Father Christmas going, this is because of the murder you did. <laughs> Can you imagine think if about every Christmas next year went up ne skyrocketed. Next year, have a think about this. If you want Christmas, if you want presents next year, maybe bear this in mind, don't do a murder next year. And so the kid doesn't want everyone else to find this out so they're like keeping everyone awake so there can be no Christmas. Yeah. Yes, I think I think so we can step back from the murder mm. because to a child anything they did that was bad is going to give them this guilty conscience yeah it doesn't have to be a right? full on murder so oh. taking taking like opening a present ahead of time mm. and eating the chocolate out of it mm. when it wasn't their present or it was mm. a shared present is bad enough I don't think that's dramatically satisfyingly bad enough I think it needs to be worse than that but your point is correct so it can be something somewhere between a murder <laughs> and eating a chocolate. <laughs> so, 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 what about like um, uh, taking and stealing someone else's best best present? Well, I feel like it. I feel like it needs because to be I slightly wider ranging than that. Something that like maybe a theft, but I, I don't know why I think this, but I think it needs to be something outside the house, so that it's like, if this thing was exposed, there's stakes. But what if they took what if they not. took money from like the church service? Ooh. The Christmas Eve church. We we open on the Christmas Eve Eve's church service, right? And it's some and kind of like here's the money we've raised for the poor for Christmas this year and it's yeah. gone. And, and so, they've taken it for sweets. And this or, kid hasn't Yeah. Or a donated chocolate bar. <laughs> uh, Who donates a chocolate bar? <laughs> that, people might do that, I suppose. Well, like, what I'm thinking uh, is donate donate food to like the local charities, mm, yeah, or something like that. Local homeless shelters yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And and there's this really nice chocolate bar. <laughs> it's just a really it's, nice chocolate bar. It's, it's like a it's it's like the best bounty bar, or, or something <laughs> like that. Those are mass produced. They're exactly the same as each other. Yeah, yeah, but this one's really good. It's well, oh, so so it's a red one then. Mm. Yeah, I think taking money for for chocolate, like I think stealing money from charity is the archetypal thing. I think it's money, and I think that it hasn't been used; it's merely been stolen. So the kid yeah. can redeem themselves by giving it back. Yes, um, this yeah. was my next point: is I think there should be an emotional heart to this, where the redemption is the thing that makes Christmas come. Yeah, right? like it or feels like it does. Yeah. So they eventually um, kind of sob their heart out, yeah. come up with this yeah. with the thing that they've said they've done to everyone, and then they say, "I didn't want. I'm sorry. I didn't want Christmas to come." Uh, is, is Santa Claus ever going to forgive me? And then they're like, it's okay. Well, at least we forgive you, right? We forgive you. The children forgive you. We've they've gone. They've they've snuck out of the house. They've gone back to the church. They've yeah. given the 
together they're gonna give him the money back and the thing is they're so (laughs) sleepy after all of this night staying up they're like crawling along the ground they're like fighting against the last moments of consciousness (laughs) they've got to give this money back and so they're found in the morning with their hands outstretched like having given the money back in a yeah. you know like they're all asleep on the floor they're found they're found laying in the nativity set yes! of the church <laughs> <laughs> and the parents all come in and they're like oh look at them and Christmas came and they don't know they you know they don't have access to the full story they just think yeah. it's yeah. normal Christmas happened as normal yes there we go yes oh I, my goodness I, I like my alternate version in which they go to the nativity scene to vomit up the bounty bar they ate <laughs> <laughs> We've got to vomit this bounty bar up before Christmas. And that somehow solves Christmas. That yeah. solves that, that that resolves the crime that Santa's like, oh, you're a good boy now. They all they all Just they all, him they on all the back because he's vomiting up into his manger. They all throw because he into throws up. He, he onto the baby he Jesus. <laughs> he, he throws up into the manger. That makes everyone else sick, and they all start throwing up. And then there's loads of throw. And then we just cut to black, and then and then open up on them just asleep amongst a load of sick all over a nativity scene. Yeah. <laughs> this is the most disgusting Christmas episode we've ever done. Yeah, I don't know if I'm. I, don't, I won't. I, I'm going to go Alan Smithy on this. I'm not going to put my name to one of those 80s style <laughs> everyone's puking everywhere scenes that's, but that's you guys fair. go ahead yeah no no we've, we 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 did the actual version before this was just an alternate what if we were what if, what if we hated children <laughs> <laughs> yeah so and what we do what we do is after the film has been a success we don't tell disney plus that we've swapped the cuts out and we just give them this version <laughs> <laughs> we sabotage our own version. Brilliant. I love how in the last sort of two weeks we've just gone from pitching films just like, yeah, this could be put on Disney Plus. Let's get it yeah. on Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, the barrier to entry for, for Hollywood big blockbuster movies has never been so low. Yeah. <laughs> so those are all our honourable mentions. Let's move on to the final major pitch from Reese Howell. We've been given the 12 deaths of Christmas. 12 deaths of now, Christmas. Right. This has got like the 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 first thing that came to my mind when I read this out. I don't know if you want to go mm. down this route, but Zodiac Killer vibes, right? Yeah. Yeah. So they're so. doing like any, they're doing these of... murders mm. in the same 12 days of Christmas yes, order. Yeah. So, so in so on the first day of Christmas, yeah. What happens is that <laughs> or they get it wrong because no wait because if it's 12 murders right that's only 12 we can't have uh, someone whose name is Partridge and they, you know what I mean you can't have one so what it is is that on the first day of Christmas he murders 12 drummers drumming and that's it <laughs> yeah. well, well, no, no, like like the the, um, the cops are onto him by that point so, so right we start off with uh, just a, a standard murder scene uh, who are the yeah. who are the detectives um, oh, good question. Oh, um, we've got we've got to have like a a a, a cop uh, a cop duo, right? Mm. Uh, Emma Watson, yeah, <laughs> is a is 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 a cop duo. There you are. Um, <laughs> Emma Watson yeah. and Emma, Emma Watson playing twins, um, <laughs> but one of them is the Watson to the other one's home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. Hang on. 
it, no, it's not both Emma Watson, but the assistant detective is Emma Watson, and she is playing Emma Watson. Okay, <laughs> she's researching for a role, like like Castle in the series Castle. She's researching for a role. Who could play the Holmes? Who could play? Who could play the the by the book detective Holmes? Id- Idris Elba. Idris Elba. Idris yeah. Elba is. Oh, that's a team up. Yeah, yeah that'd be know, a good right? little team up. Idris Elba is detective. Idris Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, my... my and it's th- not even set at Christmas! <laughs> it, this serial killer is out to get Detective Christmas. Yeah, because they were sent down before, they were somehow slighted by him or whatever. But, yeah, like, yeah, certainly, yeah. This, this serial killer, they, they are doing the 12 killings of Christmas, but it's like, the first one, of course, is um, a person who is strung up in a tree... The body is strung mm. up in a tree, and they've got a partridge, like a turducken, oh, sewn no, no. into their chest. The person's called Alan Partridge. It's it's Steve Coogan, the <laughs> Steve Coogan that's been that's been hung up in this tree to die. Sure, sure, yeah, okay. Poisoned. Well, he's he's not only is he strung up in this tree, he's also been choked by pears a pear tree is enough right it's a pear it's a pear tree <laughs> it's a tree that grows pears that's enough no, of that no, 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 wait, no, wait. not find a pear tree it's a mystery that needs to be solved so it's not a pear tree it's a pair of trees that are identical okay. to each other and okay. the, the detectives have to work it out from that okay yeah. and they and they basically they it's, it ends up being an unsolved case because they they find someone who claims to have done it but it like you know Idris Elba and, and Emma Watson. I just aren't sure because they they tracked down this location from which it seemed like there was a greater sort of like th- that someone had done it, but then like they couldn't find them. And then mm. they, someone's gone case closed. We found that we've ca- we found the perp. We, you know whatever. And then next week, what what's the second one? Let's look up the lyrics to the. Yeah, thing. we probably should have done yeah. that at the start. Because I've got I've got ones for Is it five two gold calling rings. Birds? Yes. No, that's four calling birds. Oh, is it? Four calling birds. Two, two birds. turtle Three doves. Three French turtle hens. Doves. Two turtle doves. Yes. Two turtle doves. Um, right. It, it is the. It is this one's in Hollywood, and it's the props from um, the the turtle doves that um, Macaulay Culkin gets given in in Home Alone two. Sure. Um, it's those. It's those. Uh, those twin turtle dove models that he gets from the toy man. <laughs> Yet they've been shoved in someone's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but like I, I think yeah we've got like five gold rings is like they're, they're strung up you know like one of those sort of like underneath the skin they've got this body is like Ooh. on the rings Ooh. and then Ooh. like 12, like 12 drummers drumming right They it, it gets more and more public they are Whoa. like they, they, they get trampled by they, they, they're sort of put underneath paving alive and they get trampled by the festival like a marching band goes over oh. and no. they get crushed to death this this is where like they they figured it out they figured out what this killer's doing yeah. right by this point they've gone these these murders have all got something to do with um with the 12 days of christmas now this upcoming marching band school marching band parade <laughs> happens every Made out year of exactly 12 drummers they've got exactly so, 12 drummers so they 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 they're, they're, they've got like snipers on the roofs yeah. next to this marching band parade and stuff right and they're all like what's going on until suddenly blood starts bubbling out of like between the paving slabs under the paving yeah yes mm. 
and uh, yeah, and, and they realise that oh my god, there's an underground, uh, there's an underground. He's dug underground. Whoever this person is, we need to figure out who this frigging killer is. Just mm. like, just like Emma Watson and Idris oh, Elba do. Is that what they say? Yeah, that's yeah. the tagline to this film. <laughs> we need to figure out who this frigging killer is. <laughs> so who would who would be um, so set on? creating these like very festive style murders uh, yeah that... it's someone who like has a grudge against christmas because yeah they were fired at christmas or... well i think i think they closed down the mall mm-hmm. so there's a lot of mm. people okay there's recently. a lot of suspects yeah uh they closed down the mall so it could be the santa that only had a job once uh once a year Mm-hmm. Uh, they go. They go. Question. Question him. He he tries to run away. I assume that they do other stuff <laughs> with the rest of their year. They're not like when you're a mall Santa. You don't have to be like Santa. And only not in this small day, town. Yeah. Not in this small <laughs> mid American town. Right. You get you get one paycheck and that's it, and you're living it yeah. the rest of the year. Yeah, yeah. Um. It's 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 a sal- <laughs> it's a salary job, but like it pays well. <laughs> The um, town Santa. <laughs> so uh, John Lifkow, gig- the town Santa. <laughs> the gig economy at work there, everyone. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I think yeah. In the end, I think we we find out that it's like, why are the, why are they closing down the mall? Right? Why are they closing down the mall? Is because um, actually, you know, Idris Elba busted. Um, the the person who owned the mall for mm. I don't know some kind of white like drug crime or white collar crime or something like he was he was embezzling or what have you right the the, pro- the profits were going to um, the military industrial complex yeah 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 the worst yeah. possible thing you can have um, yeah. And, I mean, uh, I mean, not really a crime, but not, like not, just not a bad thing. It's a crime against humanity, but it's not. It's yeah, not it's technically a, a crime. It's not technically a crime, but it got bad press, so that's yeah, why the mall was. That's shut why down. they closed down the mall, and so <laughs> I tell you what, it's not a pair of detectives. Emma Watson is a journalist who's following around uh, Idris Elba. She. Mm broke the case and she's the one that's called Christmas I don't friggin know uh, <laughs> no that, that, doesn't, that doesn't work at all I don't well, think this is the thing, thing. Oh, we're, no, we're struggling before. to find out who this killer is yeah yeah because we've not really set anyone up <laughs> to be the killer <laughs> this is the problem with this is the problem what do you say Dave that we haven't done many mysteries <laughs> <laughs> yeah they are the hardest kind of stories to write and we yeah. should really have thought about that yeah, <laughs> it can be anything. We just need to think of someone who would want to do a twelve days of Christmas thing. And then I everything think else. I think it's Idris Elba because oh, he's yeah. called Idris Christmas, yeah. and he wants to be taken seriously in this small town. Like right. he wants something to happen in this small town <laughs> so he can uh, he can live out the glory days of being a big city cop. I I actually think that might be the other way around. I think maybe. Emma Watson Ooh. Oh. is following him around as a journalist yes. has done all this because I she have, wants to break another big case. I yes. have another I have something to add to this. This is what shopping centre Santas do the rest of the time. Like <laughs> they are available for schemes like this. So actually, yeah. no one's been killed. All of these people were just actors. 
And Emma Watson Watson set them all up. They are the people who play, you know, the elves and the Santas in different... Emma Watson is like this scion of a very rich family, right? She's making a name for herself, but very much... I'm going to say, you know, all respect to Emma Watson, but I think she's probably going to be better at doing her real posh accent than at doing a kind of down-to-earth accent. So yes, that's probably a good idea. Yes, it's true. She's she was born rich. She but she like wanted to make a name for herself in journalism and the way that she wanted she wanted to take a shortcut which is to pay some people to pretend to be dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There you go. And so, and so, yeah, Idris Elba's going through. He's like, TV typing. He's going through all these like um, statements and, and, and weird things of like, you know, because since the since the mall closed, there's all these people for hire, right? Mm. There's all these mm. there's all these people, and he's like, well, I'm getting all these. We can see the adverts in his searching sort of like uh, stuff, and he he's, he goes through stuff. And he's like, why are people hiring Santas? Because once upon a time, before it closed, this big mall was like. A hub of different Santas. Like there was a Santa for every shop in there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> I kind of like the idea of Idris Elba, um, like also coming across um, some manuscript, like because Emma Watson is is writing a novel about this detective because mm. she's planning to cash in on the story momentarily like she's going to be writing these like crime novels from personal experience because she was so close to this she's also a journalist as well like what what who is she who is Emma Watson what she is is a a writer that doesn't care how she how she gets famous That's her goal. She finds this kind of disturbing manuscript where she, where Idris Elba's going. Someone who looks like Idris Elba in the description has been described as this like action hero style person mm. and like uh, sort of she's she's sort of embellishing all sorts. And he's like, "What are you doing? Like, what are you? you I." It's kind of the castle dynamic, I will admit. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's but, it's the castle meets hot fuzz, really, isn't it? A little a bit, and and, yeah. and then add a little bit of serial killer. Yeah, yeah, add a bit of add a bit of Zodiac and Seven in there. <laughs> at, at the end, they're like uh, Emma Watson's like, "I found the killer. I found that it's it's Christmas Eve." She's like, yeah. "I found the killer. I found the killer." Cut quick into this warehouse, Idris Elba, and they run in, and then they burst in through the door, and then everyone in town goes, surprise! Because <laughs> it's Idris Elba's birthday, and all the people that have been murdered are there, they're all there, they're all alive. And the and reason like, is, the reason is that his birthday is Christmas Day. So every yeah. year, he's like, oh, I never get a birthday. And they wanted to put on something big for him. I never solve any big crimes, and I never have a big birthday. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So it wasn't that in the end. So Idris Elba is... Oh, yeah, perfect. So Idris Elba is on the verge of cracking this case. He yeah. suspects Emma Watson, right? We've gotten to the high, a fever pitch of tension yeah. where he's... he's the, Like, the calls are coming from inside the house. We yeah. now... He thinks he knows what's going on. He's He comes to confront Emma Watson. She runs away. She drives. She's, yeah. she's in her little... She's in a... In a, in a, in a I don't know. Uh, her Tesla. A little, yeah. little, little Tesla Roadster. She's driving away. He's trying to keep up in a cop car. She drives to this abandoned warehouse. He's like, I've got it now. He gets in and there's, there's all the surprise. And it's just like, 
Wow. <laughs> that, that's the culmination of this movie. And like, that he is, spent that his is whole, the twist. He spent his whole career just wanting to crack a big case. And this is it. This is it. So when it's, <laughs> when it's all just a party, like the film ends with him just like sinking to his knees with his head in his hands going, why? And they were going, surprise, pop. And then so that's the end of the film. He's on his knees as confetti rains down yeah. on him in slow motion. <laughs> yeah, they all have a big party. There's twelve drummers drumming. It's great. <laughs> and he's like, because of the, all the stress of it, like that that in the, that elicits a kind of PTSD response from him. So he's just he's just curled up in the fetal position, <laughs> sobbing and screaming while they're all having this party around him. You got maids and milking, all just going around pulling on cows' teats. Well, like well, we've only come up with a few deaths for the Twelve Days of Christmas. So, you listeners, if you want to send us your very imaginative Twelve Days of Christmas style murder, you can yeah. do, and yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll have a, good, a jolly good laugh at that. Yeah, and, but, and with... what he means is writing it down and telling <laughs> yes. us it. Don't don't yeah. do any. No, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. yeah if no. you want to impress us with a murder. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> The easy ones, point. right, are are three and four, right? Because they're they're both just waterfowl based. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got geese and you got swans, mm, and both yeah. of those will kill you. Easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. On purpose. Uh, yeah. Nine ladies dancing. Assassins. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, yeah but like proper like acrobatic assassins that's why yeah. he's dancing assassins, yeah. they're like whip 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 they're going over rooftops and everything yes there yeah. you go uh, there ten you go. lords are leaping um, um, spring heel jack is, is, is suspected on this one <laughs> <laughs> the old victorian murderer spring heel jack just another just another serial killer <laughs> who, uh, who leaps up to the first story with his springy heels <laughs> and uh, and does away with people in secret. And then also more of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, loads of them. It's an army of spring heeled jacks. <laughs> Piper's piping is what, plumbers? Yeah, yeah maybe. beaten to death with copper piping. It's pretty boring yeah. that one. Yeah. <laughs> well no, they put they put piping through you, so you are now a big oh. plumbing. You're oh, a big okay. plumbing oh, now. God. Yeah, yeah. That's, someone that's someone grim. someone has like a like a blood starts coming out of their pipes. And they wouldn't oh. lie, and it's what what oh. happens is someone's unplumbed the whole thing, and then put someone in, and then plumbed it through them, so that the bits of bits oh, of I body are coming out. Blood, of the tap. I thought you meant blood comes out of their pipes, like them set the pipes in themselves, like their blood oh. vessels and stuff. No, and, no, they, no. and their response to that is like, oh, I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Someone turns the tap, and like, oh my god, uh, blood comes out, and it's because Grim. someone's unplumbed all the central plumbing and plumbed it all back through someone. Um, oh comes out Yucky. of them like the mask yes like yeah. spurts out of their chest <laughs> well, oh right I had no idea I mean, what there, you meant by the mask yeah. there's still pipes there so I mean yeah. it's sort of like they're going bad, out it's a the... bad plumbing job Matt it's a bad plumbing <laughs> job <laughs> so they're, they're not they're plumbers not they're, they're not even plumbers they're just pipers they just do stuff with pipes they're yeah. not trained in plumbing <laughs> yeah it is weird how in this town um, it is people playing bagpipes that always get get asked <laughs> to, to fix the plumbing um, so yeah if, if you've got a creative way of, uh, of killing someone <laughs> in <laughs> the theme of the 12 days of Christmas let us know um, but don't do it don't, don't I, stra- do it. I can't stress that enough let, let do not do it to this podcast be your outlet <laughs> we cannot we absolutely cannot stress enough that do not 
follow, don't do the thing. We want yeah. to hear about it. <laughs> we literally just want to hear about it. Please tell us your darkest fantasies <laughs> about slaying your enemies. <laughs> Sing to us your slaying song in, tonight. In a Christmas theme. <laughs> oh, oh, Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> I'm not sure about this episode. <laughs> it's all gone downhill, hasn't it? Like, I, I've kind of always secretly wanted to do Christmas horror, and I think this I is think it. We've done it. Yeah. I, think we've, I think we can safely say we've done it. It's not that we've done just Christmas horror. We've done Christmas horror, and then in, and then the ending is worse than you can possibly imagine because it just it makes it all not worth it. <laughs> yeah. It was all just nothing. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. It is Christmas next week, isn't it? Mm. So yes, uh, I hope you all have a good build up to Christmas, and uh, I think we'll <laughs> we'll be releasing an episode on Christmas or the day after. We'll see. <laughs> Dave, hello. You've you have participated in this nonsense. Yes, I've got that forever on my conscience and record. <laughs> yes. If people want to see things that you're not ashamed of, uh, how would you? How would they do so? Well, that's a big ask, but I can certainly <laughs> plug my podcasts. So I've got one that comes out every two weeks, Sonic the Comic, the podcast, in which we delve into the world of what was originally when I started plugging it on this podcast, 1993. We're up to 1995 now. Uh, well, or at least we will be like, you know, a week or two after this episode goes out. And uh, it is the British Sonic comics that used to come out. And not only did they tell you about like what Sonic was like back then in the UK, which is different from anywhere else, but also it's just a time capsule into living in the 90s and having a lovely time and we tell you all about the toys that we used to be out at the time and things like that watching stuff on telly and going down Woolworths and getting a fizzy can of pop and stuff so that is Sonic the Comic the podcast you can find that by searching there's another one Serious Disney that's where me and Jahan Ranasing talk about those Disney remakes that they keep insisting on doing that nobody likes and uh We've got a special one coming out for Christmas. A big Bonanza Bumper Beauty and the Beast episode. And Ooh. that is coming. It might even be more than one episode if it proves to be too long, which I think it probably will. So that'll be coming out. <laughs> Serious Disney and Sonic the Comic the Podcast. Apart from that, you can find me on YouTube at Demon Tomato Dave and on Twitch. Uh, yes, Twitch as Demon Tomato Dave and on Twitter as Demon Tomato Dave. And that is where I am. And you can find me there. I'm, I'm looking forward to the big bumper Beauty and the Beast podcast. Yes. <laughs> if you have enjoyed the show, um, that you might consider sharing it with your friends uh, and asking them how they would do uh, the various 12 Days of Christmas themed murders. They might look at you funny, but you could ask them. And, and when they say that's a really th weird thing to ask, you have the safety net of saying, well, it's fine. I, I'm just in, re it's in reference to this podcast, I promise. I'm not just <laughs> thinking about that myself. These people <laughs> thought of it first. Yeah. Um, you can, you've got that safety net, so it's okay. Um, but if you tell your friends about it, thank you very much. Those of you who have told your friends about the podcast, we really appreciate you. Um, we're not in a, a network or any kind of 
uh, we don't have any ad- like adverts anywhere so it's just mm. you guys but um, if you don't fancy uh, participating in that then you can always go over to patreon.com forward slash life's a pitch podcast where you can uh, give us a little bit of money each and every month uh, to keep the podcast going um, it is uh, you get you get stuff for yourself as well you get to vote on the genre um, you can get bonus pitches you can also get uh, to see some movie commentaries by uh, Tom and I uh, yeah. and um, just a bunch of, there's a bunch of stuff over there we have a lot like a lot I haven't counted them but there are a lot of bonus pitches there if you just yeah. sign up at the at the $5 tier you will get just immediately they're all there there must be over a hundred bonus pitches no yeah. doubt um, and uh, like that is firstly that is hours of content but secondly it is all available on an RSS feed now so basically yeah. what happens is when you sign up it's not like you're scrolling through Patreon to get all those things yeah. what you can do is just go to this you get a personalised RSS feed which has all the content and it just you just plug it into whatever app you use to, to listen to podcasts and you will start downloading those things so you just yeah. get pictures on demand whenever you want it didn't have, you have to wait for an episode <laughs> a pitch here a pitch there pictures everywhere <laughs> all over the shop if you want to uh, participate in that then you uh, will get your name read out every week um, and um, these are all their real names strange as they may be um, these are all their real birth names so uh, that is Brandon Spanky Mills Ross Originals Wheat Whiskey and Marvelous Bisque Husk and a Pasquem <laughs> Yule Year oh that's um, amazing it's amazing. Uh, Mr. Beakfast, we've been successful. Yesterday's Glemule is gone, and today's Glemule is tomorrow. <laughs> Jeremy L. Kayam, Stephen D. Thomas, fingers to hand. The time you later just pooped a little message out. Beware 400. Call the time primister. <laughs> the time James- primister. <laughs> James Delaney, Brondra, he's gone. You have to move on. What do you fancy for dinner? <laughs> Paulvin, gather the children and head south. The busk weep horn has risen. Brent Black, we have to flee to Paulvonia. All of the conventional cities are weeping. The last meal approacheth. The council is ready. Praise 400. Ladies and gentlemen, I can't believe it. The serial dragon of Wales has been Tom McGrath all along. Joseph Hegarty, mighty primistant. We're detecting record levels of glemule in every time stream. We have to call Petvis. That isn't the real Lemuel, he's a fraud! Stop him! Jimmy, you have to help me stop your son. I'm sorry I didn't go back far enough, but we have to take him and his company down. Welcome to the Bisque Vengers. Alex NSFW, Carl, the tests are conclusive. You seem to be immune to jumbling. We could use this. Nikki Hindmarch, operator, get me an address for Davy Benzo Felix. We need a hacker. Matt, I don't know what a podcast is, but I think we should make one. Eden MW, Tom, let's make it movie-related, whatever it is. So uh, thank you to all those people. That, are, that is their, their, their actual chosen name, so thank you. You know, some of, the, some of the names in your list I recognise, and I've never really thought about it before, but I might also know the people doing those really cool names, <laughs> but I just don't know who they are. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great mystery it's a massive yeah. mystery to us to you to the listeners hey massive shout out to uh, <laughs> to, to, to Ross Originals though for uh, that uh, absolute banger of a, uh, of a of a name this time Wheat Whisk You a Malvis Bisque Husk and a Past Glemule Year was that Ross is... that's amazing 
Yeah. Uh, um, so we end the show as we always do with a yes, very clever award. <laughs> yes, very clever. Um, which is the award we give out to someone who's given a title based around an existing title. And uh, yeah, just have a bit of fun with it. So from uh, Connor Cleon Clark, we've got three wise men and a little baby. Hey. <laughs> there we go. Until uh, next time, I've been Tom McGrath. I've been Matt Turner. I've been Dave Bulmer, and I would advise you all at home to remember who bitched it. So all I was going to say, and this is for the Santa's fetus one. At the end of the film, as yeah. the womb, it, the bubble of womb is like wobbling and wibbling there in the sky, and the little Santa fetus in it is peacefully, serenely swirling around with his little Santa hat on. That is when the credits come on, and that is when the song Santa Baby begins to play. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Yes! <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone! Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! <laughs>